I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the Capital Club Podcast. I'm your host, Brian C. Adams. Tune in weekly to hear from top industry leaders as we discuss relevant topics in the world of business, investing, health and wellness, geopolitics, and more. To learn more about the show, visit excelsiorgp.com slash podcast. Hello and welcome to the Capital Club Podcast. Today with me, Tommy Sowers. Tommy serves as president of Fly Exclusive, expanding on a career in entrepreneurship, academia, the military, and public service. He is a graduate of Duke University and received his master's and PhD from the London School of Economics. A U.S. Army Green Beret combat veteran, Tommy previously served as an assistant secretary of the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. He co-founded and was chief executive officer of Durham and San Francisco-based Golden Key and was a management consultant at McKinsey & Company. Tommy most recently served as a Southeast Regional Lead for Innovation for the U.S. Department of Defense and taught innovation and entrepreneurship at Duke University. Tommy is an instrument-rated pilot and lives in Kinston with his wife, Erica, four young daughters and two dogs. Tommy, thank you so much for joining us today. It's great to be here, Brian. I love the podcast. Yeah, it's always fun to have another YPOer on, and today we're going to be talking about private aviation and some do's and don'ts and maybe some red flags for ultra high net worth individuals and, and family offices, best practices. But before we kind of jump into that, would you mind just giving kind of a brief background of how you found yourself in this position working in this industry? Sure. It's not a linear route at all. The About, let's see, three and a half years ago, I was sort of semi-retired after exiting a tech company. And a buddy said, you need to help out this private jet company in Kinston, North Carolina. And I knew where Kinston was. It's a small town about an hour and a half east of Raleigh. It's got a world famous restaurant in it called Chef and the Farmer. And I'd take my wife there. But I had no clue why a large private jet company would be based in Kinston, North Carolina. And really what a private jet company was, how they make money, how, how they're structured. 
But I came down and found in Kinston, there is an enormous runway in Kinston, North Carolina. The state invested and created this global trans park, trying to attract logistics companies. And a really bold CEO and founder on his second company, his first he sold to Delta and it became Delta Private Jets, wanted to build a more vertically integrated, impactful private jet company. And he wanted to do it in his hometown of Kinston. And I come from a small town about the size of Kinston. A lot of small towns aren't growing and loved the big, bold vision of building a fantastic company here. We, we just happen to fly people from point A to B in sexy private jets. Yeah, well, <laughs> that is nonlinear, but I think like a lot of YPOers makes sense in retrospect. So let's talk about kind of the growth of the firm. I know you all have grown astronomically. What was it like when you got there? And give us a sense of how big you all are. I don't know the metrics for your industry necessarily, but kind of where you were and then where you are today. Sure. So Fly Exclusive was founded in 2015, and there are 1,838 of these charter jet operators in America. There's an incredibly long tail. All of your listeners, probably in their hometown, they've got some private air charter operation running out of their town. And most of them fly from that point out to a point and fly back, and that's how they price. And then there's a handful of us that are large floating fleet operators. And by floating fleet means the planes, while they come to a set location for heavy maintenance, they're out on the road and they stay out on the road for weeks and months at a time. And so we have risen from ranked 1,838 in 2015 to we're the number two private uh, charter operator. And when you lump in the net jets and the flex jets as well, we're a top five um, out of those 1,800 uh, operators. We've grown very steadily and organically, not through M&A. You, you think of any industry with 1,838 players, that there would be a lot of M&A activity in this space. But it's very difficult to do. You've got to basically not just merge two cultures, but two operating certificates on from the FAA. So we've grown very steadily. And the metric that we use to say we're in the top five is flight hours. So in October, we flew just over 5,000 flight hours, and that makes us the fastest growing of the top five private operators that are out there. Yeah. How can the industry be so fragmented like that? Well, it's, I learned a lot after I came down here, and I started on the tech side, and then uh, they, they said, you seem to be able to get stuff done about you know, running, running the whole company. And I did not know much about aviation, so needed to dive in. There are hundreds of different airframes out there. Each one of them, if you want to be a pilot, you have to go get trained in that specific airframe. And it makes sense. You know, Cessna product is different than a Gulfstream product. You need to know all the mechanical systems, how the plane operates. And each one of those trainings costs between twenty to $30,000. And so there's lots of different planes out there. There's lot, lots of different use cases. And it's incredibly capital intensive to buy these jets, service these jets, maintain these jets. So you can make a, a, a good business out of having a two-jet operation in Raleigh or a five-jet operation in, in Nashville. But you also get huge economies of scale like we, we have when you... We just crossed over having 100 jets. And that means 
we can have a plane really anywhere for our customers with problem with a very short reposition because our planes are everywhere. I'm curious. I mean, there's been a lot of, I know there was a transaction with, I think, NetJets recently and with Delta and a lot of the capital structures on these firms were not necessarily viable long-term. Before we get into some of the do's and don'ts, like where do you see the industry going from here on out? I know the popularity of private has grown astronomically, especially since COVID. Do you see mm-hmm. that continuing? Well, I, I, this is a somewhat cyclical industry. And so COVID, we had sort of two huge tailwinds for us. One was just the security and, and safety of being able to fly, you know, just with your, your family and friends. And then the second was we were fundamentally in the business of time. That's what we sell. And it's very expensive, but it is for people that instead of driving an hour and a half to the airport, going through security, making a connection, hopefully renting a car and finally getting to your destination will take you direct from not A to B, but Z to C, exactly where you want to start, exactly where you want to go. And the lost time of COVID, I think, accumulated. So the father-son trip, the wedding, the people decided, hey, I've got more discretionary income and I want to ensure that I get there on, on time. I, 2023 is normalized uh, a bit. It's still well above pre-COVID levels. Our founder likes to say, once you try private, it's hard to go back. So, but I think you're going to see like any time in an industry where you have a, a huge growth, a huge bit of demand that a lot of people got way out over their skis. Asset prices for used jets, these are depreciating assets. We use them, they depreciate over time but they've been appreciating in value uh, for used jets. And it got uh, so high that we could actually buy new jets if we were willing to be patient and wait for them to be manufactured cheaper than we could buy a used jet. And so that that is not sustainable uh, for a long period of time. So so I, I would say first, you know, for listeners, you really want to dial in with whoever you want to fly with. So what's their strategy? Are they did they just pop up in 2021 or, or 2022? Have they been around through booms and busts in this cycle? And I, that will give you more security of who you're going to put your deposit with. Yeah, as somebody who is leaving tomorrow morning on what I refer to as a four-bagger Delta trip Jeez. to Palm Beach Island, I can appreciate the flexibility that giving people the time back means. So you are a veteran. So we're recording this few days after Veterans Day, I want to thank you for your service. Your talking points were very succinct, as I would expect from a military person as well. So your first point was that this is complicated. Mm -hmm. You just referred to maybe some of the questions that people need to ask on the front end. Could you maybe just every, it seems like every service has a little bit of a different business model. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I don't want you to kind of destroy us with how they're all different, et cetera, but what are the big things that people need to pay attention to? You reference how long they've been in operation. What are the other questions that people need to ask or reference checks or referrals or diligence they need to do before they commit to going with one company over another? Sure. So the first is there are models that are like Uber for private jets. And I love Uber and I use Uber and I don't care whether it's a Cadillac or a Camry that picks me up to take me across town. 
I, I love the, the Louis C.K. comedic bit of like, you are flying in a chair in the sky. Like the, the, you are in an aluminum tube at 43,000 feet. And at that altitude, any depressurization, everyone, you know, is out almost instantaneously. You're traveling 500 miles an hour. So your first consideration has to be safety. And there are third-party validators, Argus and Wyvern, that look at the enormous commitment that you have to get their different levels of, of safety. So there's platinum status, there's gold status, there's silver status. So I would ask first about their safety rating on this. The second thing you want to look at the, your mission and how you fly. Some people fly two people, some people fly eight people, some people are doing multi-stops and they're using it predominantly for business and they're going from Nashville to Palm Beach, but then back that same day. So different models have catered to those different missions that are out there. Some models have a very a small number of jets. And so you really want to look at their maintenance reliability. You could go with a two or three or four jet operator, but jets, they're mechanical items. They break, they go down for safety reasons. And so you want to make sure that uh, if you've got a mission where sometimes you're flying two and sometimes you're flying four across country, that they have equipment that can fit your mission. Uh, pricing is... I don't want to say fairly standard, but there is a big market uh, uh, out there. And some people go with just a broker that uh, can say, hey, I want to go from Nashville to Palm Beach. They get on the phone. They call lots of pe people, including us, and price the trip on a per trip basis. There, there are great brokers out there. We work with many of them. But for us, where we attract a lot of customers is they want to know that there is not just two guys with a phone. But a whole company of, you asked how we've grown. When I arrived two and a half years ago, we were about 400 people. And now we're 830. We are about 65 jets. Now we're 100 jets. And we do our own paint, interior, avionics, really everything that touches the plane. And our customers like that. Our customers know that uh, they will give us enough advance notice and then they will fly on our equipment. And then we've got a bunch of planes that can recover them in case something something changes or something's different in their travel. So safety, your mission, pricing, those are some of the core components I look at. And obviously those would be amongst the red flags as well that, you know, if safety is an issue or is a challenge, that's a no-go, I would assume. Exceptional family offices, family enterprises, wealth management, and financial services organizations require superior leadership to successfully thrive in today's competitive environment. Building a team of talented leaders is a complex challenge that is best accomplished in partnership with a firm that offers a proven track record of success, which is why I'd like to introduce you to our new sponsor, Mac International. Mac International is recognized as the premier boutique firm that specializes in providing retained executive search and strategic human capital consulting solutions to single and multi-client family offices, family enterprises, and the full spectrum of wealth management advisory, investment management, and financial services firms that serve ultra-high net private investors and family offices on a national and international basis. If you're interested in learning more about Mac International, visit their website at macinternational.com.
Yeah, and you probably want to get on one of the planes. One thing I knew nothing about before this is that some of these planes were awesome in like 1995, and they kind of feel like a 1995 town car today. So, you know, you're getting your business trip together or your loved ones, you're paying somewhere between five to $12,000 an hour to fly on these things. You want to have a, a good experience while you're in the air. And uh, uh, there's services that are very white glove, catered meals and all that. That could fit what, what you're looking for. But I think most folks want to get on a plane that doesn't smell <laughs> and, and looks modern and updated. And that gives you confidence, too, that if they're caring about the stitching, they're probably caring about the maintenance record as well. Yeah, it's a great point that, you know, I've had the opportunity to do it a few times. And the discrepancy between kind of the lower end twin prop product type versus upper end newer jets is dramatic. And like you say, you throw out a vintage like 1996 or 97 it doesn't sound old to you, maybe if you're like my age. But you start thinking about that, like how old your car is and what the condition of your car is. It does make you kind of think a little bit. So those are really helpful. What about kind of the challenges in the industry? I'm curious, do you have an opinion on the JSXs of the world and some of the changes we've seen take place within the avionics industry? Well, th there are a lot of challenges. And, and as, as I mentioned, I, I think a number of operators got, got way out over their, their skis. We had a, uh, an operation here that went bankrupt very suddenly earlier this year. And, and for those that follow the industry, one of the largest operator wheels up was really on the cusp of going bankrupt and then Delta gave them a huge investment. So those are some of the challenges and, and it comes from, this is a really complicated business. It, this is people, machines of those 830 people we have about 300 are pilots, about 200 are mechanics and then everyone else are kind of one deep folks whether it's you know FAA records or dispatch or crew scheduling or sales and so the we've seen in this industry there's a large pilot shortage so pilots salaries have gone up significantly there's mechanic shortage so so maintenance personnel salaries have gone up and so you really want to look at these enduring companies that are out there and look, I have a tons, we're in competition with NetJets and FluxJet, but I have a ton of admiration for what they built and the competitive moats in this industry. This is a tough one. If any of your listeners say, Hey, I want to start a private jet company. Whoa, you know, buckle up. You're going to need a ton of capital and the, and ton of regulatory uh, compliance. It's not easy to do. So, so I think one of the core of it is it's just like anything else. If the price sounds too good to be true, it may work on your first two, three, four, ten flights. But I'd be our customers want us to make some money. They don't want us to make a ton of money, but they want us to make some money and be an enduring company that can last for years. Yeah, I remember reading about the wheels up situation and their cash burn was just astronomical. Yeah. Not only for the advertising and the whining and dining budget, but just the operations itself. It's a massive amount of overhead. And yeah, so those are all really good points. Well, this was meant to be a very quick episode. One kind of question I want to kind of end with here. 
at what point do you think it makes sense for an individual or a family to start really thinking about owning their own aircraft in your experience? Yeah. Well, again, it comes down to this question of time. And I always tell the, the team we're in the time business, general rules of thumb, most people that could afford private don't. And we sort of see this 3 million net worth as kind of one to 3 million is when, you sh- when most you could start considering it. The three to 10 million is what are called jet card program. And that's where people pay prepay for hours at fixed rates. Around 10 million is where people start thinking about ownership. And the a great program is the fractional program where you get to purchase one sixteenth or one eighth, and then you're treated as an owner. So that you get to fly tax-free and can depreciate the asset. And then above that is is when people start thinking about ownership. And there's different models for that. I can spend a lot of time. We have a model where you own the plane, but you put it in our fleet and we pay you a lease payment and take care of the maintenance, the paint, the interior, the staffing. There's others that are called aircraft management where you own the plane and then people like us call you and ask for permission to charter it on individual flights. And then there's the level beyond where you actually own the plane, hangar it and staff it with pilots and take care of the maintenance. And, you know, that's, there's a time trade there. There's a lot uh, to that in terms of getting it set up the right way. But that's the level where, you know, you and I are on a call and you call up the pilot and say, hey, I want to move my Palm Beach trip up to tonight. That's what you get when you own your own plane. Yeah. Well, Super helpful, Tommy. Thank you for going into that. And like I said, this is going to be a very quick episode. If people are interested in learning more about the firm, connecting with you, maybe exploring some of the options that you all provide, what's the best way for them to find out more? The easiest is to go to flyexclusive.com or they can reach out to me direct and it's simple, Tommy at flyexclusive.com. Perfect. And I do encourage our listeners to leave us a review, a rating, let us know the most interesting part of this conversation. Tommy, a question we ask people that come on the show, do you have a daily practice that helps bring peace to your life? I I do. So uh, two things is I have a nine, seven, nine, seven, six, and three-year-old daughters. And so going on the trampoline with them is part of my, what I call my daily love bath. And I know those days will not be there forever, but right now they all get along and they all play. Just trying to be present and give my love bath every day that I can. I think that's the first time we've had the term love bath used on the show (laughs) after like 300 episodes. So kudos to you. It's an exciting opportunity for both of us. Tommy, I want to thank you. Best of luck moving forward. Keep it going. And I look forward to connecting again soon. All right. Thanks so much, Brian. Yes, sir. Take care. Thank you for joining us for today's conversation on the Capital Club podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, be sure to like, rate, and leave us a review. And please follow us on your favorite streaming platform so you never miss an episode. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.